Hey y'all, it's Mackenzie, and I'm back at you with episode 12 of Just Mackenzie Things. Um, I honestly can't believe I've made 12 of these. I think I said this in one of my other podcasts, but I just love making these. Uh, I feel like I have a lot of thoughts that are highly unconventional and that I don't really conversationally talk about every day. So this has been a really good space for me to express these viewpoints and beliefs that I do hold. Um, I've also decided that since I've posted 12, I think I'm going to make seasons of this podcast for as long as I can. So I'm going to be doing 20 episodes of Just McKenzie Things and then we'll start a new season. Um, So that's how many I'm going to do. But instead of numbers, today we're going to be talking about words and we're going to be talking about the book One Word by John Gordon and how I have used this book for the past six years, how I have prayed for a word each year, and how you can also pray for one word as well, and how you can apply that word to your life. So um, about six years ago, I think I was a sophomore in college. Yes, I was a sophomore in college, and I started seeing things on social media about the power of one word. And basically, long story short, uh, the one word concept and the book itself is about praying for God to give you a word of the year and kind of a word that you will live by and how um, that word will basically define your year and um, will give you kind of like a new outlook on what is going on that year. And it kind of gives you like a focal point of... um, where to focus your energy and when you're focusing on that word, how it reflects in your day-to-day life. So I don't know. I just thought this concept was super fascinating because every year I make so many goals. So I have this big goal sheet and I don't know if it's because I was an accounting major, but I'm very like Excel spreadsheet type of girl. And so I would make this whole spreadsheet with all these goals, which was great but like that was really hard to focus on every single goal and so when I thought about like the idea of one word I was like wow that's really simple um that'll be easier for me to focus on rather than thinking okay here are my financial goals here are my career goals here are my relational goals whereas if I just focus on one word that um my life could just reflect that word in all areas um so I kind of want to talk about my words that I have had and kind of the cool stories that I've had and that have happened to me while receiving my words. Um, Some years, how I received the word and how it applied to my life um, isn't as cool as like the other years, but some years I've been revealed um, my word in really crazy, only God could do it ways. And so that those years have been super um, incredible because I got the word in really cool god you did this ways but um my sophomore year my first word of the year was gratitude and i actually prayed for this halfway through the year um and i just know that that year i had a lot of different stuff going on like i was on the palm squad at my university and i was a full-time student i was a double major and i was a dance studio teacher and i was like in a sorority trying to be like a vice president or something i don't know i was trying to like hold all these positions and do all this stuff And I found myself not being grateful for um, the things that I did have. And I was constantly wanting more. Like, I was wanting a bigger resume. I was wanting more positions, more titles, more money, all this stuff. And God really put me in check that year because I remember I first prayed for my first ever first word. And I just felt the Lord telling me that my word was gratitude. 
And I think there was one day I was just like opening up my Bible and I was like, God, can you please give me confirmation if this is my word? And then I think I just opened up my Bible and like one of the passages at the top literally said gratitude. So that was my confirmation. Um, I don't know, that year just taught me a lot about learning to be grateful for all the things that I had. Um, One year I got the word fearless. I didn't get this word like in a cool way, but that word definitely did apply to my life. I think that, yeah, that was my junior year. Um, That was a really cool year because um, I did do a lot of fearless stuff. Like I remember, I think that was the year that I tried out for So You Think You Can Dance and um I traveled uh to Taiwan that year and I just did so many um fearless things that year that were like out of my comfort zone like leaving the country and going halfway across the world was a super surreal experience and I went with people from my school but I didn't necessarily know all of them that well and so that was like a three-week trip I slept in an orphanage for two weeks and um it was just crazy. Like, that was a crazy trip. And um, trying out for So You Think You Can Dance was also a crazy experience. And so, both of those things, like, really required me to be fearless. Um, oh, yeah. That was also the year where I had been dating a guy for two years. And I found out he cheated on me. And um, for me, like, I love really hard. So, like, a lot of times, even if I'm with somebody, like, I'm very forgiving. And I just am like, oh, okay, well... That was, like, the first time I'd ever, like, stood up for myself relationally. And I was like, you know what? Like, this isn't okay. And I left. Um, And so I felt like I was pretty fearless in doing that and leaving that um, bad relational situation. Um, That was the year I became a Pilates instructor. So it was a lot of fearless things that year for me. Um, Didn't receive that word in a crazy way. Uh, The next year I had trust and whoa, that one was super applicable to my life at the time because that was 2020 and we all know that 2020 was COVID year. Um, My senior year of college got cut short by like nine weeks because of COVID and I didn't get to go to my senior year college Palm Nationals. Um, And that was a huge deal for me because Palm had been my whole life um, in college and that was like one of the most important things to me was being a Palm girl and... um, competing on the squad that like held a lot of value for me at the time and um that was absolutely devastating that our nationals got canceled um and then I ended up having to move back home um as most of us did if we were in college at the time um and then that same year I met a guy and this was like the first guy that I had liked in a really long time um that I actually really really liked and We ended up dating and um, he ended up passing away in a car accident the same year. And I think I've talked about this on the podcast. Um, So yeah, that was also the same year that I quit my five-year job at a dance studio that I really liked my kids. I was very established there and I ended up quitting um, kind of after the start of the season. Um, And then I started my own program within like a month and a half. So that whole year just required like a lot of trust in God because I didn't necessarily understand like why things were happening. Like COVID's one thing that we'll never understand that's like happening and why it happened, but um, not getting to like fulfill my dreams of like winning a national championship was extremely difficult. And then moving back home, um, 
leaving a job that I really, I had lots of great relationships with the kids. And that was like kind of like my career plan at the time was to like stay a teacher. So, or a a dance teacher. So I was really confused on like what I was supposed to do and then losing Jake. So that whole year just required like so much trust in God because I could not trust in the world's circumstances at the time because the world's circumstances were definitely showing me that like I could not put my trust in the world because like the world would always at some point let me down but like God would not and so that word taught me a lot that year um when I received my next word that one was awesome because it was the word fun and I love the word fun I actually my senior year of college I made like our whole OCU palm mantra was like fun so like I made our um like our hashtag it was like one one fun so I loved the word fun but I actually had this word the year after Jake passed away and I remember when I was dating Jake he always thought my word thing was like kind of weird because he was like super podunk kind of and he was like Kenzie that's like really strange that you're into that stuff but I don't know I still talk to him about it anyways and I was like Jake like I've been praying for a word and I got the word fun and he was just like okay and so then um while he was still alive I was driving back from his hometown one day and I was praying in the car to God and I was like I was like God is my word really fun like are you sure because I just thought to myself in my head I was like that just doesn't seem like a holy word I don't know because I'd gotten the word like fearless that seemed like noble and trust and um gratitude like those all seemed like very Jesus words so like for me to get a word that wasn't very (laughs) that like seemed Christian-y I was like God are you sure and then as soon as I was praying this out loud this blue Chevy truck drove right by me and the license plate said have fun so I took that as my confirmation that yes that was my word of the year and honestly That year wasn't that much fun. That is like one year that I really don't understand how that word applied to my life because I did not have fun. Like that was the year that I was working in corporate America. I hated it. Um, So I left that job and I kind of like moved out for a while. I lived with one of my best friends, which was fun. Um, But yeah, that year wasn't that fun. So I, to this day, that is just one word that still blows my mind because I don't know how I got that word. Um, this year I have the word perspective. Um, I didn't get that word in a crazy way, but, um, perspective really has been, um, super applicable to my life right now because this was the first year that I started teaching school and every day of my life, like I really do have to consider like so many different perspectives from like 20 different little children, um, because I'm, kind of like living my world but also vicariously living theirs because everything that happens in their little life each day like I'm also a part of because we're together all day long so like we're all equally like sharing a life together which is so crazy because like we're spending six to seven hours a day together in one classroom and so it's like our lives are all like enmeshing in a way and like Anything that happens to Johnny, and I don't have a kid named Johnny, but I'm just using that. Anything that happens to Johnny, like, affects me because, like, he's literally in the same space as me. So, I've had to learn to, like, have so many different perspectives and, like, understandings of different people. 
And I'm finally on to my last word. So if you've gotten this far, I'm telling you, I'm about to talk about how you can get your word too and how um, you can start applying it to your life. Because that's why we listen to podcasts is to see, yes, other people's stories, but then see how it can go to our story. So I promise you I'm getting there. I just need to explain my words first. <laughs> but um, lastly, I finally started praying for my word for next year. And um, I just felt like God was telling me the word peace. Like, I don't know why, but I just felt God telling me the word peace. And one of my favorite movies is Eat, Pray, Love, um, based off the book by Elizabeth Gilbert. And um, I love it because she's like really independent. She loves writing. And like, I feel like I'm pretty independent and I love to write. And she like wants to go just travel the world. And that's what I want to do too. Like I, my dream destination is to go to Italy. And so she like travels to Italy and she just reminds me so much of me. Um, And so there was one scene in the movie. I was just watching the movie. Same day was the day that I got the word peace. And I was like, God, can you confirm to me that that is my word? And as I'm watching the movie, there was a scene and this guy, like the guy from Texas, if you know the movie, like groceries I don't remember his name some somebody from Texas rich from Texas I think and he was like um well you just need a word and like what do you think your word is and she was like I think my word is peace like I think I need peace and I was like whoa like this is confirming that that's my word and I actually got inspired to make this episode because I had another confirmation of my word today um, that definitely sends it home that like that is the word I'm supposed to have for next year. Um, but I was swimming at a family friend's house today and we were all just like sitting on the patio, just like chit chatting. And um, all of a sudden this bird just like flies out of nowhere on this table. And I thought it was a pigeon. So I was like, oh my gosh, a pigeon. And they were like, no, it's a dove. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, then later I'm very into like symbolism and like everything has like a meaning. Um, like if you see like a bird or like a feather, that it has some sort of um, symbolic meaning. So I looked up what a dove means, like what symbolism is that? And that's actually the symbol of peace. So I was like, wow, God's really like sending it home that like this is what my word is supposed to be. Um, but those have been my words. And now I kind of want to talk quickly because I it's already been 15 minutes whoa but I want to talk quickly about um how you can get a word and how you can start applying it to your life so first off I recommend you buy the book one word by John Gordon it's literally less than a 45 minute read like it won't take you longer than 45 minutes to read it which is awesome so if you're not a big reader um it's not that long of a book so it won't be too stressful um but then You have to start praying and asking God to open your heart to receive the word. Because if you have a closed mind to it, it's definitely not going to happen. So you just really have to open up your heart and like clear out the noise to receive your word. So like I always try to go like deep into prayer, journal a lot, just kind of like really sit with God and um, figure out like what he's trying to tell me. Um, That's like the first step. And then I'm telling you, he will reveal the word to you. Like you have to have the belief that he will. So, like, once you feel like you get a word, so for me, like, this year when I got peace, I was like, okay, God, like, can you confirm that this is my word? And, like, within this first week of that happening, like, he's already sent so many different confirmations, like, from the movie and from the bird. So, once you start feeling a word, like, internally and in your heart, um, don't be afraid to ask God, like, 
to confirm that that's the word because he is a God who is able and he will show you signs that that's your word. Um, And then third is just to live it out. So like, I'm not necessarily always thinking about my word, but like I do try to make it prominent in my life. So like I even have the word perspective hanging up in my classroom. Like, does anybody know necessarily what that means? Probably not. But like if they asked, I'd be like, yeah, this is my word of the year. Um, I can't talk about religion at school. So like I would just be like, yeah, like I just asked for a word and I get a word. Um, I'd probably just tell my kids that that's like a word of the year. Like that's just my favorite word of the year. I probably wouldn't say anything about like a religious aspect of it but I don't remember what I was just saying but yeah anyways making it prominent in your life so like I have my word in places where I can see um the word and focus on it so I can see how it applies to my life and my favorite boyfriend Jake Briggs he always told me when I was in situations he's like McKenzie hindsight is 2020 I never heard that quote till him which sounds a little silly because that's a pretty common quote but he just said it so cute and funny that I really liked it, but, um, I've always seen my word better, um, in reverse than I did in present moment, so when I get to the end of the year, I'm like, wow, that makes so much sense, except the fun word, I still don't understand why that was my word, but most of my words, I, it takes me until December to, to see it, because sometimes when you're in these situations in the present moment, you're like, oh my gosh, like, gratitude, like, how can I be grateful for this? Um, but then you look back and like it all just unfolds how it's supposed to. So anyways, if you have never done the one word of the year, I highly recommend you do it. It has been a life changer for me. Um, like I said, I've done it for six years, hence why I told you six words, but I am already just excited about next year's word simply because I've gotten cooler signs of like receiving it. I didn't get that many cool signs when I received perspective um piece I've gotten way more cool signs so I'm already ready for for it to be December because I want my new word of the year so bad I'm being like really impatient about it um but I am curious to see how perspective ends up ends up excuse me ends up unfolding by the end of the year and um I can't wait for my new word piece but I don't know I just pray that this podcast reaches the right person and that um you decide to make one word a part of your life. So thanks for listening and I'll see you on the next podcast.